100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlights, Tony Richards. Good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight for this Sunday morning. I'm your host, Tony Richards. Sumner County Spotlight brought to you every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here on WHIN by FM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville and at myfmbank.com. And we have as our guest today uh, Kim Baker, who is the president of the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce. And Kim, welcome to the program again. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. Yeah, you know, we like having you in every few months because there's always something going on. I mean, I think being a chamber president is probably one of the coolest jobs ever, but it's also a little insane because there's so many events and projects that you do. You know, I haven't ever used the word insane to describe my job, but <laughs> that that pretty much sums it up. No, really, it is a lot of fun. It is a really cool job. It's also a lot of hard work, but it is very rewarding getting to watch people um, fulfill their dreams and make things happen in the community. So, um, you know, the job goes a, a lot further than just, you know, things that are going on. And there, and there are things that are going on and things that you guys manufacture to go on to connect people, um, not just business to business, but to c- customers to businesses. Right. right. In 2019, we've actually had over 200 events that we, as you said, manufactured, produced on our calendar. That doesn't include ribbon cuttings, grand openings, things that we attend, things that oh, really? we sponsor. Those are things that we organize and put together for businesses, organizations, our community. Good Lord, that's like a few a week. That it, it literally is a few a week. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the regular things you do. I mean, we don't want to assume there's there are a lot of new people still moving here. Uh, new companies always coming in and new mom and pops opening up. Um, what are the things, um, let's say I'm a new, potential new member. What are the things that I would experience if I were going to sit down and talk with you about joining the chamber? Well, it's funny that you say that. Actually, on this past Friday, we had um, Boss, which is before office stuff starts. It was the last one of 2019 and the last one ever. We're kind of getting back to the basics in 2020, and we're throwing some stuff in the trash can, but then revamping and enhancing some of our existing programs. But that one, we had James Fenton from the Gallatin Economic Development Agency. He actually spoke a little bit about the number of folks that are moving to Gallatin, and that is about 300 a month. So that, that is insane. It, insane. There's that I word know, again. It, it is. is. It is. But it's you know, crazy. when I talked to James last time, and I don't want to get off the beaten path, but he was talking about, you know, how Gallatin really wants to be sort of a high tech thing, and they're working on that fiber all over the place and everything. But I mean, we can get into that. But we can. Yeah, um, and we. But we, the 300 thing is, it's a crazy number. And for someone, I've been in Gallatin in 2020. I'll celebrate 20 years in Gallatin, and so that's a. That is a crazy number Isn't when you that think more about than it. Williamson County now too. Um, Got to be right there. They're, with they're them. saying that we are. I think the fourth or the the latest report um, from University of Tennessee. They did the study, and I think we're fourth or fifth fastest growing city in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. So that's. 
because we have room to grow. We have room to grow, and we have a lot of assets. Um, But, you know, getting back to the chamber and talking about why you would want to be involved with us. And I think there's a variety of reasons, whether you're a business or just a community member. I like to say that we're not just about business. We're about more. We're about building a community. Mm -hmm. And we know that when you build a strong community, then naturally or organically, your businesses are going to grow and thrive. They just do well. Studies prove that. Mm -hmm. And so we're excited about that. We're excited about some of the things we're going to be bringing out in 2020. And then, like I said, getting back to the basics. So some of those events we have, we do have weekly events. We have weekly leads exchange. It sounds like what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. Folks get around the table. They exchange leads with each other and just get to know each other. Is that where everybody kind of gets up for a little bit of time and talks about their business? They give their spiel. They say, hey, you know, I'm doing this. This is what I'm looking for. These are the kind of connections we're looking to make. Mm -hmm. And so the idea with those events is that they make them within the room. And if not within the room, then with somebody else that knows somebody else that can bring them business. So we see a lot of good business brought out of those groups. And those are when again? Well, in 2020, they're changing. But currently, they happen weekly. In 2020, we're going to, um, they will still be weekly, but we're going to have Two, every other week we'll have a morning one, and on the other weeks we'll have a lunch. That's a good one. idea. Two yeah, different because groups. There's people that just can't come. They're right. There's people I'm that sure. can't make morning events, and then there's people that can't make lunch events. So this this opportunity provides something for everybody. So we've got those. Um, those happen weekly. Talking about monthly things, we have our monthly luncheons, which there's actually one coming up tomorrow. They're always on the second Monday of the month, 1130. We do our best to be out by one o'clock. We have a lot of awesome venues in Gallatin, so we Mm -hmm. rotate those. They're always in a Gallatin location. Tomorrow's is at the Gathering Place, but at Heaven's Catering. And I'm actually speaking. Our presentation is called Here, and I'm going to be talking about true connectivity and amazing community. And so there are some seats available, so if anybody's listening and wants to come, just you could show up or give us a call in the morning and let us know we open at 9 a.m and we'll probably be out of the office by 10 to set up for the event but show up and there's probably gonna be plenty of food to be had and are there any is anything special going to be announced by then maybe there is a big announcement i'm sharing tomorrow and i've had a lot of questions i've told some people that and they're like oh of course my age somebody first thing like naturally women do they look at my belly and i'm like no there's no more babies (laughs) there's no more babies coming um how old is your baby now um, she's she's two and a half she'll be two and a half on christmas eve actually little red fun half she is a little redhead. I have one of those. My little redhead is 15 now. <laughs> so don't blink. I know. I know. Well, and we're in an interesting season and I have, I feel like I have an interesting perspective that a lot of parents don't get. We have, um, my husband has a 13 year old, so I have a 13 year old bonus son okay. also. So yeah. we're in two totally different seasons and we Instant were, mom of teenagers. I know. Ah. And so I, I mean, I immediately look at Hayden and I say, wow, you were just where Anlin is because he was two and a half when my yeah. husband and I started dating. And so it is. Um, don't crazy? blink. That's really, I mean, people say that, but it is really so true. But that's not the announcement. That's not the announcement. Okay. There's no more babies coming out of the Baker house. I'm not okay. leaving the chamber. Um, we're not moving. Those have all yeah. been questions I've gotten. Well, it's um, good that they, you know, there's anticipation. I know. So that's good. Oh, what is it? Um, but it is a big announcement. <laughs> it's not just a big announcement announcement for the chamber it's a big announcement for gallatin the business community and so um i definitely think that folks um should pay attention to our social media this question because this might be able to measure the magnitude of the announcement is is the mayor going to be there Oh, the mayor, our mayor is really awesome and typically attends most of our luncheons unless she's out of state. So yes, right. the mayor will be there. Okay. Well, you know, any really... other dignitaries that might be there for this announcement? For this so... announcement, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you no. know, I'm just trying to gauge the 
Nope. Hey, I'll save you a seat. I'll make your reservation yeah. when I get out of here. And <laughs> okay. You can be there and hear it in person. Cool. But no, so we've got that coming up. And then we have our almost all of our luncheons planned for 2020. I think I've booked all the way through October. I've got two spots left, November and December. So again, those are the second Monday. We always feed you a good lunch. Um, there's always an interesting topic that's relative and timely. And again, great connections. We usually have about 150 folks in attendance at our monthly luncheons. Well, aren't there some some uh, opportunities for business or uh, leaders to uh, actually speak at these events too. And so if you have something to offer that you know is unique that might help area businesses or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they should reach out to you. Reach out I mean, because in addition to the luncheons, we also have Coffee and Connect, which is our young professionals group of Gallatin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they meet um, the first and third Wednesdays of the month. And they're actually going to be meeting at Public Square. And those, again, are a little, they're a little more low-key. They are in the mornings, but it's exactly what it sounds like, Coffee and Connections. So you've been doing this a little while. How's the makeup of that group going? <clears throat> are they, you know, uh, there's probably some amazing young startup folks that are just amazing but you know you never know and i'm sure that ebbs and flows it does ebbs it does ebb and flow and naturally you know those folks um and our young professionals group is geared for the 40-ish and under and and we don't really i mean 40-ish you know we want it to be for young dynamic folks that are interested in emerging into the workforce and getting involved and growing in their business careers but we also don't want to put an age cap on it because if somebody identifies yeah. young at heart we want them to be yeah. there with us well and and it's about um kind of like you said earlier it's also about the community because you could you could own a business and you could be young or you could be older and you could be invisible Absolutely. in the community because you're so wrapped up in your business and you know this happens to everybody it happens to me that you forget you're operating you're not operating in a vacuum there's people out there there's potential customers out there there's people that want you know so can you be involved and help your community yeah you know? and that's and that's really what we're all about getting giving folks all of those opportunities to do that and making it comfortable for them too because we know not everybody wants to come to an event where there's 150 people mm-hmm. that's really scary for some folks right um, or being in front of folks or being in front of folks or Absolutely. even standing up for 60 seconds exactly I'm not doing that. yeah some people <laughs> hate the leads exchange they yeah. and and i get it because i've been to them and i'm like this could be really awkward like this is yeah. this is an awkward setting but some people love it yeah. um but the coffee and connects are really intimate they're low-key we typically have about mm, 10 to 20 at those we're hoping to grow that in 2020 with some of the different formatting and structure we're implementing but again those happen the first and third wednesdays 7 30 in the morning and we're doing them at 106 public square there's an awesome coffee shop inside called Black Press. And we are looking for speakers for those. So if you have something that's interesting and appealing to young professionals in that are working, living, or serving in this area, our community, then we'd love to hear from you. And of course, we try to look inside our membership first, but sometimes we have to look outside of that for certain topics. Right. Okay. Well, hey, we're up against our first break here. So we're talking with Kim Baker, the president of the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce. And we're going to come back and talk some more. Plus, there's all kinds of events up in 2020 that are coming. And I believe one next week that uh, everybody can come to the big parade. So we're going to talk about that in just a little bit here on Sumner County Spotlight. And we are we'll back, back with Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning. And we are talking with Kim Baker, the president of the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce. And Kim, we were talking about the different uh, weekly or biweekly things that we do. Is there others? Um, maybe... Uh, 
annual events or something. Annual events. So we talked about weekly, monthly, bi-monthly. We also have some quarterly events. We have One Hour Wonders, which that's a lunch and learn series. And so we know that some of our businesses are just getting started in their time as a business owner or leader. Mm -hmm. And so those are less... um, they're more honed in topics. So we've done active shooter training. We've done social media training. We've done some marketing, um, how to set up an expo booth, just different training opportunities. Hmm. And it's a, it's a smaller group, 30-ish people. We do those at the American Job Center. You have to be a member to attend, but they're included in our members membership. And we, we provide lunch. It's sponsored. And we bring in an area expert to talk about those topics. Well, you know, I was going to ask you about the non-member things. There are still things, if you're not a member, that you could attend, I'm assuming. Absolutely. And, or if you've never been to anything, could they come to a, a lunch and learn or something as a guest so yeah. they can kind of, oh, this is cool. And yeah, I always say that our luncheons are the best way to get a pulse for the culture of our organization. So it's 18 bucks for a member to attend, 25 for a future member. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been and you're interested in just learning more and you think you might want to get plugged in with our chamber or the Gallatin community, reach out to me because I'd love for you to attend as my guest, make you feel welcome, let you connect mm-hmm. with some folks and just see if you like it. And if you don't like it, you don't ever have to come back, but I yeah. bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do any uh, coordinated things with other either chambers or communities in the Sumner County area? How does that work? Yeah, so historically, um, yes, we do both. Both. Um, Sometimes we do some after hours. We partner with other nonprofits or we partner with businesses and host like a joint combined after hours. Historically, um, we had done a after hours or a luncheon. Up until, I think, 2018, we did an after hours and then Prior to that, for several years, we did a luncheon with the other chambers. So once a year, we would do a United Chambers of Sumner County luncheon Mm -hmm. where each chamber would invite their membership. Fun fact, there's six chambers in Sumner County. A lot of folks don't realize that. crazy. I didn't say insane. But (laughs) it it is, um, for for our county, the amount of significant cities that are in one area is pretty amazing. And that's and just, Portland's not exactly shrinking either, no, by the growing. way. they're growing. I mean, yeah, especially with um, their new development right there on the interstate. Oh, and they're thrilled about that interchange. Booming. Yep, and White House is blowing up, and, and Goodlettsville, Goodlettsville is, is really doing some cool things. And Westmoreland's landing some really awesome jobs, and they've got some cool things going on for some mm-hmm. revitalization projects. Um, but yeah, and so you nailed it, though, because a lot of people say, why Why are there six chambers? I've been here and there's a county because chamber. Because we got it going on. That's well, it is, I mean, it is. We've got six cities, um, six major municipalities in um, Sumner County that all have their own unique identities. Yeah, They've all got things different, going on. And very they may different. be proximity-wise, not that, you know, Goodlettsville's not far from Hendersonville. Hendersonville's not far from Gallatin. Right. Now, you know, you go up the road a little further to Portland and Westmoreland and things, but still... It's not, you know, it's what, 15 minutes? It's not far. I mean, it feels far sometimes, especially yeah. when you're used to driving with own your, within your own city, like, boundaries. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not far. But we're far. a little spoiled, if we, you think about it. You and know, all you have are, to do right. is commute back and forth downtown in, in Nashville. Oh, hey, can, I went to Houston over the summer, and I thought, yeah. just take me back to Tennessee. Yeah. I'll, I'll drive to Nashville every day yeah, for a week. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? But so we did we did a United Chambers luncheon and it just it really got to the point where in 2018 we tried an after hours because we realized, like you said, we are spoiled and a lot of our folks didn't want to drive from the other side of the county for Mm -hmm. a lunch meeting when they could do that same thing with the people they needed to make connections with in their own community. Right. So it's cool to move these things around. So everybody look, you know, I haven't been to Westmoreland a long time. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Absolutely. So in 2018, we did an after hours. We moved it to Portland. We had never had like a joint 
event in Portland. So we did one there. And then we actually did one earlier this year with the Mount Juliet and Wilson County Chamber. We did it just over the bridge, as we like to say, at a mm-hmm. member we share, the state at Cherokee Dock, um, Reba McIntyre's former estate. Mm-hmm. And so we did the mixer there. It was after hours. It was really great. Um, so we did it with our Wilson County friends, and it was fun. Yeah. So. Well, I think people would be surprised how many business owners, <clears throat> pardon me, um, own businesses in multiple cities mm-hmm. in Sumner County. It could be Hendersonville and Gallatin. It could be Goodlettsville and Gallatin. It could be. And uh, if people really knew that, because they need to be present in those places. Absolutely. We have members in, we have members that are in different cities. We have members in different counties. We even have chamber members that are in different states. I always say that business doesn't stop at city, county, or state lines. Business is business. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, other big events, uh, fire on the water. That's year two's done, right? Yep. We're, and we're now working. we're getting ready for the, and that's growing and growing and growing. That right? is growing. How's, how's that going? Um, we've still got a lot of unknowns. We're working on the details. We haven't announced the official date yet, but we plan to do that very soon. And again, that's an event we partner on. Um, the chamber lends a lot of love, 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 and labor for that event. Um, it's really a city produced event, but mm-hmm. we know how important that is to have events like that in our community and not, not just for the citizens of Gallatin, but also to bring folks into our community, let them see what we've got going on. And those are some of the best way to get those. Are, that's one of the best ways to get folks here. And then they leave afterwards. They come here, yeah. they spend money for the weekend. Yeah. They don't use a lot of our services. And got then they it. go, they go back home. They, yeah. They really well, and sometimes, you know, events like that, you know, they start out sort of germinating and you think it's going to be one thing, but I think that event's still figuring out mm-hmm. what it's really going to be. And, you know, over time, they settle into these amazing things, and you can already start to see that happening with Fire on the Water. It's like it started like this, and, oh, we tried this, and moved that around, and added this, and took that out. And I think that's still going on, but there's no question um, now uh, Davidson County, Williamson County, people are hearing about it and going, oh, what's no, wait a minute, what's that? You know, these sort of signature events. Oh, yeah. A lot of our ticket holders last year were definitely from outside the county. Yeah. And, of course, you know, it's a great event for folks in the city. We want to have things for like that for them. We don't want folks to have to leave Gallatin or Sumner County all the time to have a once-in-a-lifetime mm-hmm. experience. And that's really what Fire, Fire on the Water brings to the table. I mean, two stages on a waterfront property yeah. you know fire performers all those kinds of things and a cool things. name cool name yeah and, fire the water. and it, it and that brand is starting to build yes and that just takes time that's it all it does it does yeah so um okay any other uh, biggies that we should know about in 2020 yeah. so um, in addition to the, fire- some of the typical you know fireworks yep. uh halloween some other big things we've that- got some big things like that the chamber actually in addition to fire on the water there's eight other event eight other major community events that happen annually that we produce and so starting out in January, which is right around the corner, if anybody's getting married this holiday season oh, or gosh, they've yep. got a ring or they think Time. they might be, they can go ahead and sign up for the bridal show. There's no harm in planning. It's never too early to plan your is dream day. Is it still going to be at the event center? It's going to be at yeah. Epic Event Center. Yeah. And the date on that is January 26th. It's going to happen again from 12 to 4 at Epic Event Center. You know, and that's uh, it's kind of a cool place because it's all different. It has mm-hmm. sort of different sections, different feel. But... Um, and there's something about being in the crowd with the folks oh, yeah. because um, I don't know. There's just something about it that makes wow, this is you know something I have to go to because it's slammed every year, you know. And the food's great, and the vendors are cool, and there's 
different every year. You could go to that thing 10 years in a row and not see the same thing twice. Oh, absolutely. And um, we're, we're getting there with us where our staff spent about 10 years and it's different every year. And yeah. you are exactly right. The space is really transformable. Epic is a great partner for that event. And our vendors and our, our venues and the folks that come out and really when we started that event, um, Epic started that and they approached the chamber um, in like year three or four and said, hey, do y'all want to partner on this? And we thought, a bridal show what kind of business does the chamber have in a bridal show and we mm-hmm. we sat we sat on it for a year and we thought about it and we said we have everything because these are our businesses mm-hmm. these are our people and we don't want them to have to leave Gallatin or Sumner County to realize that everything they need for their dream day is right here yeah and, and it's so, the only one in Sumner County it is it? it's the only bridal yeah. show in Sumner County and so something to think about like mm-hmm. Kim was saying you know as you're planning and, and I know you brides to be are already all over it but it is a great place where you can go for one day and you get more done I think than you ever thought you would you can, you can plan your whole wedding in a day we've seen some folks do it. We have folks on site to help you do that. We'll provide some tools and resources to help you. And it's free for brides and grooms. Do you do the fashion, thing, fashion show thing? Or I know tried it a couple times or something. We like have that. not done it's one in the past of... couple of years, but there are some surprises we have up our sleeves okay. for 2020. Which is good. So did it kind of explode after you guys dove into it? Um, I or was say it, it doing it, pretty well? It was doing well. Epic had done a good job with it. And they, I mean, but it just came to a point where they needed more hands on deck. It's a huge event. Yeah, and so yeah. the way it works with our partnership is they handle um, the site layout and they 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 handle kind of like all the back of the house stuff, yeah. like setup and laying out vendors and mm-hmm. exhibitors. And then we handle a lot of the front stuff, marketing right. it, promoting it, getting the word out, recruiting businesses. Getting them in the building. Getting them there. Yeah. yeah. And so um, brides and grooms, it's free to attend. If you're in a bride tribe, if you're mother of the bride, father <laughs> of the bride, bridesmaid, whatever, it's only five bucks. And the bride tribes that... Nashville is the king of uh, or queen of bride tribes. That's for sure. It's wild, right? And, that is, you know, wild. if they find out this is going on at the same time that weekend, because so many people come in for those uh, bridal parties and bachelorette parties, it's crazy. It's that is insane. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Wait till uh, wait till all the pedal taverns start showing up. And you guys came all the way from Music Row up here to Gallatin. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we're up at our second break here, and we're talking with Kim Baker, president of the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce. We're going to come back with more of our program, Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you by F and M Bank. Sumner County Spotlight moment. continues now with our guest, Kim Baker, president of the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Tony Richards, and we're glad you could join us this Sunday morning. And Kim, so a lot of growth, uh, a lot of new members in the last year. Um, how's the financial health of the chamber now, maybe compared to that five, six years ago when not as much was happening? We're, we're in a really good financial space. Um, a few, several years ago and before my time, like actually when Paige came into the chamber, the chamber was in a really bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came on, it was in a very healthy place, but we've been able to grow on that and really just grow our programming, save some money, um, and just be really fiscally sound. Mm-hmm. And. So is it a constant evaluation of things that you're doing to tweak, improve, delete, add, you know, how does how the, how do you know where to begin or do you just track success over time I and mean, what do you yeah, we, What's we, you the know, measuring stick? I mean. We've got to measure it in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, one, especially for some of these events, um, measuring it by attendance. You know, our annual events, the big ones that happen throughout the year, how many people are coming to those. You know, and really, when we take a look at everything, what I've had to really keep us focused on and, you know, our board, we have to stay focused on this mm-hmm. is 
is this mission focus? And we're focused on supporting, engaging, and educating our members in the business community. Now, you can get kind of loosey-goosey with that, but really, right. what does that mean? Like, are we doing things that actually support our members, or are we just wasting time and money? Right, exactly. And, and I'm sure you get more than enough feedback from everybody on the planet. Yes. I love this. I hate this. Yep. And, and like you said, you know, just because something may not have as many participants as it has in the past... I think what you said was super important and that everyone needs to understand it might be that people love it, but they're slammed right now. Right. So and that doesn't mean just because attendance wasn't great that we should just unload the event. Exactly. Now, this event that I told you about, we had this past Friday, Boss. Um, it's been an event we ran for 18 months, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. We started it because folks said, I really want something in the mornings. I'm like, okay. Well, we tried it at first at 7.30. Then people said 7.30 is too early. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll try 8.00. And it's just had low attendance. Like we've averaged like 10 people. Now that's mm-hmm. not bad. And it's actually been really neat how it's happened because it was um, at a coffee shop. We had a speaker. They didn't really speak. They had a conversation around right. the table. Yeah. And so it, it opened up a lot of doors. I've heard some folks that have reached out and said, I made an awesome connection. But when we're serving 550 people and I'm doing something mm-hmm. where I'm requiring one to two staff members to be there and get yeah. out before office the office yeah. opens and we're having five to 10 people. That's something we have to really take a step back and say, okay, could we do this better? Or could we do this in a different way? Or could we just shift focus into another area and put more time and energy into it? And that's what we're doing with that one. So we gave but, it a good, but sometimes quantity is not always the measurement. Correct. Because exactly. like you said, if you have 10, 20, 30 people come, and the quality is excellent. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Why, you know, I got two leads off of this. I've, I'm doing business with this person that I never even met before. Yep. You know, or whatever. And, so, and, and like, you know, we talked about the bridal show earlier and we talked about leads exchange. And those have been one, those have been two events that we've said, okay, do, what do we want here? Do we want quality or quantity? And the bridal show, you know, we have about a thousand attendees every year. And, you know, every year we've, feel like we should have this discussion about how we can get 2,000 attendees. And then I say, well, wait a second. Well, there may not be 2,000 brides or it, grooms for one Right. Day. At some point, there's not going to be that many people getting married. And yeah. the 1,000 people that came, they didn't come last year. These are 1,000 new people that we saw. Mm-hmm. And we're able to hand a very like concrete leads list to a manageable leads list to our vendors that participated. And they can actually call 1,000 people. Like They can reach out to 1,000 people over right. time. Right. Whereas if we had... 10,000 people, they would not be able to talk to those people. They wouldn't be able to contact them and like actually ex- execute follow-up. And that's what we hear from our vendors is I really like this show versus some of the major ones in other cities because I can have a one-on-one conversation ma- without a lot of noise. I can make a connection and then I can book something right there because right. I made a connection. Mm-hmm. And same thing with our leads exchange. We've, we've, we've juggled that over the past like three years. We've thrown it away. We've brought it back. And then this year, we're trying a different format just to see and, again, serve people at different times because we know not everybody's available at lunch. We know not everybody's available in the morning. So we're kind of dividing and conquering and offering, too. And, again, that one is we want better quality connections than having 80 to 90 people in the room where you can't even meet five of them because it's too loud right, and yeah, too hard to get around. Yeah. That's not Different that's not events fun. serve different purposes. Exactly. Now, you know, our community events, we really do some of those. I mean, some of them are fundraisers because we are a nonprofit. And so some of these we raise funds on. We have a 501c3 component that is a charitable nonprofit. It's our education foundation. So the Shamrock Run, which happens the second Saturday in March every year, it's a 5K, 10K. 
that one is one we measure by dollar amounts, attendees, because mm-hmm. we have to. That one has to be bringing in some bucks so we can give right. out these teacher grants. We try to give out a little more each year. In 2019, we were able to give out over $18,000 to Gallatin K-12 public school teachers. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Um, so I was going to save this a little bit for the last segment, but we can touch on it because there's an event coming up this week. Yes. Um, and it's on Sunday. Is that right? The it's on a parade? Saturday. Is it Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ours is on a Saturday. What did I think was on Sunday. I think maybe the Henderson. I think Hendersonville is. I think it was today. Yeah, or is today. Gosh, I know. There's just so much going on. It's time. We and the mayor and I were talking yesterday because her and I chat periodically, and usually our schedules. I can always assume that if my schedule's crazy, hers is like two to three times as crazy because she's going to different things. But we're going to a lot of the same things. And um, my husband and I looked at our calendar and I because we meal plan, and I said, well. Between now and December 20th, we don't have to plan for lunch or dinner because we have at least one place to go for all of those. So we lost, but the mayor brought up a good point. We lost a weekend this year because Thanksgiving was so late. It's like really... So everything's on top of each other and it's just like, ah. It is. But, you know, it's uh, there are a lot of communities don't have Christmas parades. I, I mean, you know, the Fourth of July parades are great, and uh, and the veterans' parades are always nice. But the Christmas parade, to have two communities that are pretty close together, and you get that, it's just so much fun. And it's It's magic. a great thing. It's, and, it's, they're, and they're really different, um, just because of the communities are different. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's some other things that you can do because you have the square, and you've got music, and mm-hmm. there's other things going on. So it's not just, hey, let me find a shot along Main Street. No, let me get there early and sink out yeah people because i don't think start at like 10 45 or something 11 12 the parade steps off at 12 but there's like music before there is there's music before 10 45 ish 11 ish Um, and you want you want to get there to get a good spot and the um the mayor and i and a couple other um volunteers we actually get out there around 7 30 we mark the streets it's kind of a tradition we've done that for several (laughs) years and um, I always, I always you text, have your warm coffee. Have and their your... warm coffee. I actually, um, Beretta has a pop-up sale in Gallatin every year, and I go and stock up on. I have almost a full wardrobe now of like cold gear. And so last year, the joke was I looked like the Mitchell Man because I had like <laughs> this puffy, like green, like hunting gear. Yeah, but yeah. I might have looked ridiculous. Where is she? But I was extremely. She's in camo. We can't find. Yeah, her. I was extremely warm. Maybe and chamber th- presidents always want to be in camouflage, so nobody can find. I mean, no, it's not kidding. a bad idea, but. I I actually joke with um, the mayor and these two particular volunteers. I have a group text. And so every year I send them, I said, hey, I'm looking for a few good folks to spray paint some streets in Gallatin this yep. weekend. Anybody? And so they chime back. But mm-hmm. so we get out there pretty early. And usually as I'm running back to the office or going to pick up donuts or coffee for other people, I notice there's already people that have they've either come and put their chairs out on the street to oh, kind of claim their spot the or they're before. out there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's people get serious about it. And I can't blame them. Our parade is one of the largest in the region. And it's still. Where does it start? It starts. So it um, starts on Steam Plant. We line up on Steam Plant, okay. which is the road that runs right beside the Sumner Regional parking garage. Yeah, it connects to. Connects, uh, well, right before the split. Yep, it yeah. connects. Um, or after the split up, I'm yeah, sorry. It connects yeah. um, Hartsville Pike and Airport Road, like mm-hmm. is what it runs in between. Mm-hmm. So we line up there and then we step off onto Hartsville Pike around noon. Well, not around noon. I'm sorry, I should not say that. We step off at no, noon. Yeah. At noon. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I remember when we set up we Very were serious. along the park there. Or I, I guess it's not a park, but it's a big near the airport. Near the airport. Yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. step off at noon. We so have what a, are like, the, you know, the big special things this year? Big, you gonna, can you give us any hints at all? Yeah, um, but the theme this year is Christmas at the movies. 
And there are some really impressive themes. There's I'm some, telling you, if I don't see Buzz and Woody there, I'm you, you know, there, I, you'd think there would be a Buzz Lightyear, or at least a Linus and Lucy. I don't or, know if they're there. Or not. You never know. Linus and Lucy. I think there might be a Charlie Brown Christmas. I, I'm not mm-hmm. for sure. I know there's some how polar ma- expresses. There's over a hundred. I think we're maybe like one ten. That's awesome. And that's just entries some of those like the nashville corvette club and the tractor club um they have like over 20 vehicles right exactly so it's very i think we have two maybe three marching bands this year um but choirs choruses scout groups walkers trucks tractors animals um <laughs> i can tell y'all that um the wiener mobile is gonna be oh i know I'm is very, it here it's um it's i don't know where it is what right does, now but what, have you ever been a, in it what does a christmas wiener mobile look like i mean what it throw it's, a little garland on it here you go it, i think it says a wiener <laughs> i think their entry is like a wienerville christmas or it was it was something funny because i read it you and i was like we kids will Winnie. eat that oh up. i They'll know love it. i mean next to santa that's probably i'm hoping be i get a wiener it's probably gonna like be a wiener whistle yeah. Oh, God, that's right. I wonder if they throw wiener You're not allowed to out. throw things on our parade, that's but right. I'm hoping that they roll Maybe some. Maybe can just walk along. Oh, have here, you ever been a, in the wiener mobile? Wien, here's a weenie whistle. I have, but it was literally 25, 30 years ago. I've been in I'm it. I'm pretty sure not much has changed. It's not like a Tesla. It looked very like <laughs> retro inside, so maybe it was either like modern, like Ikea looking, or it was left over from several years ago. <laughs> well, we're going to come back and talk in our last segment a little bit more about the Gallatin per- Christmas Parade and maybe a few other things in our last segment. We're talking with Kim Baker, the president of the Gallatin Chamber, and we'll be back with more of Sumner County Spotlight right after these messages. Welcome back to our final segment of Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you every Sunday morning by FM Bank. And our guest today, we've had a lot of fun talking with Kim Baker, the president of the Gallatin Chamber, and we were kind of leaving off, uh, you know, talking about the Wienermobile <laughs> and, and the Christmas parade coming up on Saturday. And uh, sort of festivities around the square anyway start around at 11, but the parade starts at noon. Yep. Saturday, December 14th, um, steps off at noon. And people ask, how long is your parade? You want to be in position by like around 1130. It'll come through the square. And so it starts on steam plant, wraps through the historic downtown, and then goes all the way to high school. There's no bad viewing spot along the route. But if I had to pick, I would try to find um, a magical spot in downtown. We'll have MCs. H. There's Wheeler. just something cool about being right downtown with all the older buildings it and is. on the square. And the one year, a couple years ago, when it snowed, it was it was cool. That year when it snowed, that was it, awesome. It snowed. I mean, I'm not kidding because I was standing there as soon as the parade hit the square, the snow I know. fell. And I was, we're, like, you know, because oh I remember gosh. we had a speaker and we we're playing Christmas music, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, is this like literally picture perfect? Oh yeah, we always hope for snow. I know it's. It's not ideal if you're out there walking, but just a little snow. Yeah. Right now, the weather's looking good. I, I'm not a weather checker, but I do mm-hmm. check it during parade season because people ask about the weather. And our parade is rain or shine. So if you wake up and That's it's right. raining or if it's snowing or sleeting, the parade is still going to go on. And I think it would take a couple hours, don't you? I mean, yeah, to- yeah we, we do our best to be off the streets by 2. So 1.30, yeah. 2 o'clock. We keep a pretty good pace. It's one of the largest parades in the region. It's also one of the most well-organized parades in the region. We actually just wrapped up our mandatory meetings this past week. And so we have three of those. We make all of our participants come to a meeting. It's kind of a drag, but it's mm-hmm. important to keep everybody safe and organized. Um, well, and there's always sort of vendors here and there that you might not expect that, you know, I want some hot cocoa or I want some coffee or I want a burger or whatever. There's going to be food trucks around. 
Um, I don't, there? I don't know about any food trucks, but most of our retailers along the square will open early if they're not oh, already okay. open. Um, right. You okay. know, you've got some folks downtown. You've got two coffee shops, Govans and Black Press. You've got Phillies, the ice cream sh- social, yeah. which they're serving frozen hot chocolate right now, which oh, is man. and they're serving a variety of things like with awesome mix-ins. So if you haven't been yeah. there, I don't think it, I don't think it's ever too cold for ice cream, and I'm sure yeah. kids would not disagree with me plenty of places to grab something yes sweeney swifts if i didn't mention that and then mm-hmm. on down there's star ranch and prince yep. street and so yep. there's a lot of great spots to grab something before or after the parade um and we have we'll have mcs um from the library balcony we'll have hg wheeler and his wife kathy martindale they'll be emceeing and announcing all of the entries as they come through we'll have danny mccorkle singing christmas carols and getting everybody revved up um sometimes they come down to the crowd and give giveaways it's really fun oh, yeah. and then we have three um, community members who are serving as judges and they will be on the library balcony to check out everybody as they come through well it's going to be fun so make sure you go to that and then uh, any other things that we just want to mention before we wrap up here today yeah so also that day you know we mentioned losing a weekend this year between thanksgiving and christmas and i think one of the things that fell wound up falling on the same day is wreaths across america so that's also happening on saturday december 14th from 10 a.m to 11 a.m and that happens at the gallatin city cemetery which is right down the street from wendy's right before you come in so if you're coming to the Mm -hmm. parade stop there on the way help them lay out some live wreaths on veterans graves the goal is that every veteran will have a live wreath on their grave this holiday season and this happens all over the country all but, over the but country not every community participates not every right? community participates but gallatin has been a longtime partner of this program and I, i've been a few times um my hayden my stepson is a scout and so we get to go and the scouts get out there and it's it is really special um you know to honor those who have served our country so well yeah, i think sometimes people forget that this really happened. This oh, stuff really, and and you kind of feel it when you go there. It's oh, yeah. like, okay, this these are real folks just like me mm-hmm. that defended us, and now they're gone. Absolutely, so. and they and they need to be remembered and celebrated. And they're you know some of them don't have loved ones nearby or that aren't able to go do that. So mm-hmm. um, that starts at ten a.m., runs to about eleven, and or until the wreaths are all placed, and there'll be a small program at the beginning. Um, you know, also, there's a lot of things happening. I'm kicking off tonight is the Appalachian Christmas Dinner at Stonewall. So it runs tonight, tomorrow night, Monday and Tuesday. And so there are, I know Tuesday sold out, but there's tickets available for Monday night for sure, still available. And so that is... Um, hosted by Holiday Fest in the Sumner mm-hmm. County Museum, and it's happening at the historic Stonewall. They'll have bluegrass and storytellers and a wonderful plate of dinner, and tickets are still available. You could look on. Is this on. The, the fancy gala kind of thing? This is, is that, different. This is not. Yeah. Um, there's, I know there's, there's a, a lot of... Ho- is that around New Year's? There's a St. Nicholas Ball. There's a lot of Holiday yeah, Fest yeah. type events, but this is one um, that happens in Gallatin and benefits the Sumner County Museum and their preservation efforts. Okay. So it's really neat. And you get to eat in Stonewall, which is this historic um, home that John Garrett, former um, historian, Mm -hmm. um, donated to the museum upon his death. Oh, cool. So it's a really neat treasure. There's also some movies happening at the palace. There's one more showing of, uh, not showing, it's a live performance of Frozen um, tonight. I think it's Frozen Junior, so I think it's kiddos. Oh, they're going to love that. Yeah, I know. Actually, funny, my daughter came home singing Let It Go this week. She's just running around, and I was like, where have you? I know how it's going to go. You're going to hand out Kleenex on the way in. Right? Right? I know. (laughs) See all these kids performing. It's like, oh. 
Um, and then th this Friday, so if you're just wanting to pack your weekend full of fun stuff, the Polar Express is showing two times at the Historic Palace Theater on Friday, 5.30 and 7.30. Tickets are not quite sold out yet, but I'm sure they will be. Ten bucks. Um, it benefits the Junior Service League of Gallatin, and there's going to be a craft, and there might be snacks, and I know they're encouraging kids to wear their pajamas, of course. Awesome. Isn't that cool? And then there's some other, the palace has a variety of things. I think they're booked every night for the rest of the year. I know Actors Point Theater Company has a Christmas Carol live radio show mm -hmm. on the 18th. Um, Ronnie McDowell is playing at the palace. Um, John Barry's playing at the palace, and there's some other festivities. So you could check their Facebook. And you can always check the Chamber's community calendar. We manage the community calendar for the Chamber and the city at gallatintn.org. You can just find calendar of events. You can find all the details, ticket links for everything I've mentioned and everything we've got planned for 2020. And after tomorrow, there will be some more news on there. That's right. So make sure you tune in. And um, also, you know, if you're new um, in the area and you just maybe want to get a lay, get the lay of the land or you're thinking about starting a new business or relocating, uh, Kim is the person to give a call and or go to the website, correct? Yes, we would love to help with all of that. Um, if you're new to the area, we've got an awesome newcomer pack that is packed with great information, resources, places to shop, eat, um, do things, anything you could need in the area, we can help you find it. If you're starting a business, we have an entrepreneur program called Startup Gallatin. We're kicking off our next cohort in just a few weeks in mid-January. And so it's a 10-week cohort using the co-starters material materials mm -hmm. and we um, walk you through all the ins and outs of having a successful start and hopefully a sustainable business in Gallatin, Tennessee. And then if you're wanting to get involved in the community, we can help. So yes, we'd love to meet you. Stop by our office. We're, we're right in the heart of downtown Gallatin. Yeah, easy, easy. 118 West Main Street, right next to City Hall. Can't miss it. And um, they have great materials and all kinds of resources for you. And if they don't know the answer, they'll get it for you. And that's one thing to remember. So Kim, thank you so much for being our guest this week. Hey, thanks for having me, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. And look for us in the blue hats, either on our Facebook page or whatever. And then don't forget, too, that uh, this program, if you tuned in and you missed part of it, um, you can hear this. It'll be on the whinradio.com uh, website through our podcast page. So you can check out this uh, uh, episode and any previous past episodes um, on our Facebook page and also on uh, our website. So thanks again for being here. And that is going to do it for this week on Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you by FNM Bank. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., tune in right here on WHIN Radio for Sumner County Spotlight, and we'll talk to you next week. Sumner County Spotlight has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, or even home mortgages, FNM Bank can provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.